Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Today is the 8th of Safar. Alhamdulillah. We thank the Almighty Allah for His favors in our lives. We ask Him in His infinite mercies to forgive our shortcomings and keep our feet steadfast on the path of righteousness. Amin. So today, inshallah, we'll be discussing the 35th Hadith in Nawawi's collection, which talks about the evil acts that spoil brotherhood, as well as the Tafsir of Surtil Feel, inshallah. Now, but before that, let's remind ourselves of that cars we see during a windstorm. Because uh, some days ago in Kwara City in Nigeria, there was a heavy rainfall which was accompanied by a disastrous windstorm. It claimed a lot of lives and properties and it was indeed a great loss. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant the families of those who lost their lives the fortitude to bear the loss. And we ask him in his infinite mercies to replace all that was lost with what is better. Amen. Now, so I'd care to say during a windstorm, Allahumma inni as'aluka khairaha wa a'udhu bika min sharriha. Allahumma inni as'aluka khairaha wa a'udhu bika min sharriha. O Allah, I ask you for the good of it and I seek refuge in you against its evil. So when it rains, Allahumma sayyiban nafi'an. And when it is accompanied by a windstorm, Allahumma inni as'aluka khairaha wa a'udhu bika min sharriha. May Allah keep protecting us from the evil of his creations. Amen. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. So under the first segment of today's episode, on the authority of Abu Huraira, who said that the Messenger of Allah, may the peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, said, Do not envy one another. Do not inflict prices for one another. Do not hate one another. Do not turn away from one another. And do not undercut one another in trade. But be you, O servants of Allah, brothers. A Muslim is the brother of a Muslim. He neither oppresses him, nor does he hold him in contempt. Piety is right here, and he pointed to his breast three times. It is evil enough for a man to hold his Muslim brother in contempt. The whole of a Muslim for another Muslim is invaluable. His blood, his property, and his honor. And this was related by Muslim. So in this hadith, we find a lot of prohibitions and advices, all of which make up part of the laws upon which Islam is built. So do not envy one another. Envy, al-hasad. It is the desire that a blessing be removed from someone else, and that is forbidden. And another hadith, we we have that uh, beware of envy, for it it does what it devours good deeds, just as fire devours wood or grass. And there is another word algipta, which is of course interchanged with alhasad because of the proximity meaning. But algipta means 
envy that is free of malice. And in this case, Algipta, instead of you having the desire that a blessing be removed from someone, you actually desire to be blessed the same as this person. And this is only permissible in two cases. The first is the case of a man who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave wealth and he disposes of this wealth rightfully. And the second is the case of a man who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives knowledge and this person applies it and teaches it appropriately. So do not inflate price for one another, meaning do not cheat, do not deceive, do not swindle. A lot of us try to be smart and this is very common today. We hear someone say, well, Lord, here I bought this for 6,000 and I can't sell it for less than uh, 6, 5. Meanwhile, they actually bought it one, two or even less. You know, everybody wants to make excessive profits. At the expense of what? The akhir? Na'uzubillah. So, of course, some people are very, very successful at it. But whatever we do, whatever we want to do, whatever we want to start, whatever we want to lay our hands on, let's always ask ourselves this question. Is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala giving me this dunya at the expense of my akhirah? Is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala giving me this dunya at the expense of my akhirah? So do not hate one another. It means we should not adopt any means that leads to hatred. We should not have enmity towards one another. We should not cut off relations. We should not boycott one another. And we should not undercut one another in trade. This one, it refers to a situation where a buyer has almost completed a contract with a seller. And then during the final time of choice, the second seller will just appear and say, if you revoke this sale, I'm going to sell the same thing for you at a lesser price or even offer you more at the same price. And this is forbidden. Why? Because it occurs after agreement on the price that's taking place between the buyer and the seller. And they are pleased with it. However, if the second seller makes his offer before they agree on a price and they are pleased with it, then this is not forbidden. Be you, O servants of Allah, brothers and sisters in Islam. Brothers and sisters in Islam, let's live together with love, with kindness, with compassion. Let's help one another upon goodness. Let's have a clear heart. Let's have a clear heart. Let's offer sincere advice in all situations. A Muslim is the brother of a Muslim. He does not oppress him. He does not fail him. He does not lie to him. He does not hold him in contempt. To fail someone, it means to leave helping a person, to leave hating a person, even when it is in your capacity. So let's not be excessively proud towards one another. Lest we belittle ourselves. The Prophet ﷺ said, piety is right here. And he pointed to his chest three times, his breast, three times. Not once, not twice, three times. And we have another relation that verily, Allah does not look at your bodies nor your appearance, but rather he looks at your hearts. And this means that the apparent action of the limbs, they do not by themselves attain for one taqwa. Rather, taqwa is attained through what is in the hearts. Of appreciating the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and having fear of Him and having recognition of Him and knowing that the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala encompasses all things. So it is enough evil to, for a man to hold his Muslim brother in contempt. This is a severe warning. This is a severe warning because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not look at you in contempt when He created you and He nourished you and perfected your outward appearance. And then he subdued whatever was in the heavens and whatever was in the earth for your sake. And even though Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did this for other people along with you, there is no doubt that you have a share in it. And Allah still made you a Muslim, a believer, a slave of his. And his command extended to the extent that he made the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and sent to us as a guide. 
So if you treat a Muslim with contempt, know that you have treated with contempt one whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted greatness and nobility. And part of treating people with contempt is that we do not greet them. We do not say the teslim. And even when they say the teslim to us, we do not, re- we do not respond. It is so easy. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. It doesn't cost us a penny. So in summary, this hadith, it teaches us that it is generally forbidden to have envy towards one another. Al-Hasad, except for Al-Gipta, which is applicable in two cases, and that it is forbidden to raise prices to harm others, such as true holding of goods, which is very, very common today, or true trying to make unjust profits. Like I said, always ask yourself, is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala giving me this dunya at the expense of my akhirah? So we should be good to one another and we should help one another. It is forbidden to undercut one another in trade. We must be brothers to one another. We should not oppress. We should not fail. We should not lie to one another or or hold in contempt. Taqwa is in the heart. Taqwa is in the heart. Hence, the heart must be trained. It must be purified and protected. And lastly, it is forbidden. To value the rights of another Muslim and the honor of another Muslim. Now, on to the second segment of today's episode, which is the tafsir of Surah Al-Fil. I'm going to be reciting the surah now with its translation. Now, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Name of Allah, the most beneficent, the most merciful. Alam tara kaifa fa'ala rabbuka bi ashabi al-fil. Have you not considered how your Lord dealt with the people of the elephants? Alam fi tadlil. Did he not cause their war to end in confusion? ababil and sent down upon them birds in flocks, min sijil, casting against them stones of big clay. So he rendered them like straws, eating up. Now, so Surah Al-Fil is the 105th surah in the Quran with five verses. It's a Meccan surah and it tells us about one of the favors that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did for the Quraysh. He subhanahu wa ta'ala, he saved them from the people of the elephant who tried to tear down the Kaaba and wipe out all traces of its existence. Allah destroyed them. Not only did he destroy them, he defeated them. He made their efforts in vain and he sent them back to their roots. Of course, they were, they were Christians and their religion was closer to the true religion, which is Islam, than the, than, um, the idolatry of the Quraysh. However, this was a sign from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a preparation for the coming of the Messenger of Allah. Because he was born during the, the same year, according to the most authentic narration. So it was as though the tongue of destiny was saying that we did not help you, O people of Quraysh, because of any status you may have had over the Ethiopians. That's the Abyssinians. But we only helped you in order to defend the Kaaba, which we will honor, magnify, and venerate by sending the unlettered prophet, Muhammad, the seal of prophethood, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So what are the lessons we take from this surah? We learn that um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the all-aware. And that those who plot against Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala never meet a good ending. Because the army of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cannot be comprehended by the human intellect. I mean, who would have thought that a flock of birds could do so much damage? So no matter how big we think we look compared to Allah's army, we're always weak in comparison. We also learn that when something is very important to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he's going to protect it at all costs. 
He's going to do what? He's going to protect it at all costs. So let's always, let's strive. Let's strive to attain this status. Let's strive to attain this status. So that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will always protect us. Allah make it easy for us. And this brings us to the end of today's episode. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik. Shalallahu ila ila ant. Astaghfirullah wa atubu ilayk. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Allahu Allahu Allah Allahu 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 Allah